Welcome to the Taking a Breath Podcast with Parker Mays. Alrighty, welcome back everybody to this week's episode of the Taking a Breath Podcast. Before we jump into today's conversation, I want to mention the conversation that's going on outside of the podcast. Every Saturday morning from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m., student leaders from around the world, ages 18 to 22, are jumping on a Zoom call to learn and grow and develop their leadership. And so if you're in that age group and you're interested in connecting, visit flow.page slash Parker Mays and click join the community. Fill out that info and we'll get you on board. So I'm super excited about today's conversation because uh, my guest today is actual, uh, actually a, a Raleigh local, uh, someone who I found uh, through some, some influencer pages that I was looking through. I'm trying to get more local North Carolina and even just surrounding area guests. So people that are uh, from the area that I can get to connect with and learn from. So Chisa Barrett is joining me today. She's a mother of six and has been working as a certified legacy builder coach since 2019. She specializes in moms identifying and achieving their entrepreneurial goals through the word of God. She empowers others to heal and uplifts, uplifts their soul through the power of insightful storytelling. So I'm really excited to have Chisa on today. Chisa, would love for you to introduce yourself with the audience and just share a little bit more of your story. Hi, I'm Chisa Barrett. I am a certified legacy builder coach. I love helping people. Um, one of the things that I enjoy in life is finding a solution to a problem. And that's probably been my downfall as well. I'm always trying to fix something, but I'm new to North Carolina. I haven't even been here a year. I got here, I believe, November of 2020. And my family, you know, God told us to shift that it was something in North Carolina that he needed me to do mm. within my business. Um, I'm an author as well. Um, and I just, I love what I do. I have a passion for, for people and I'm just really excited to see what this year and what the next season of my life holds. I love it. I love it. And it's so cool. I, I'm, I'm very the same way where if I see a problem, I want to solve it. it. It's a good thing and a bad thing because it helps you to help people that want to be helped. But then when people are just looking for someone to, to share the problem with, then often yes. my mind shifts right into that problem solving mode. So I'm sure that's something that we can all relate to. But um, so tell us a little bit. So I know one of the things when we were talking before the show was you've had this really um, huge transformation over the past few years and building the family and what has that looked like for you and how did going through some of these experiences create the person that you are today oh gosh um so just to give you a quick drop of the backstory in 2017 my husband lost his job mm -hmm. I was pregnant with our fifth kid um and when I came home from the hospital this was my third C-section, I believe, we lost our home. And so we walked around the streets of Baltimore mm. for a few days because we had nowhere to go. Um, and from that point, we've been, we were homeless for three and a half years. We lived in and out of a motel, in and out of our car, friends' homes. I knew that I was called to do something in entrepreneurship. I just didn't know what it was. But during the time, my character shifted more into purpose. I was not centered on what purpose was. And that's why I think I was lost and I had a lot of confusion as to what it was I felt I needed to do is because I wasn't seeking the purpose of who I was. Um, and so during that time, trust me, you guys, it was very hard because God was calling me out to be an entrepreneur. And at the same time, I was having suicidal thoughts. I was just so sick of going through everything I was going through, everything I tried, it didn't work. Um, 
from, you know, network marketing, all kinds of things. And I progressed spiritually. And I think that's, that was the key determining factor in the change of my life. I was focused on the outside. And when I silenced myself long enough for God to really talk, I got the direction that I needed. And so when my spirit changed, my perception and my perspective of everything around me changed. And then I became zeroed in on that purpose. And that's what made the difference for me. Um, we just got a home. I'm sitting in my new lovely living room oh my <laughs> that I wish, I, I just hoped one day it would happen when we were at the motel. And I'm finally here. Um, and I'm really happy about it. We just moved in February. And I want to make an important statement about what the determining factors are. Um, sometimes we don't realize that the change that we need means the geographical things around us has to change. Mm. And so although I lived in Maryland my whole life and I tried my best to get myself on my feet, supporting my husband, he was working, raising our children, stepping into entrepreneurship, everything we wanted, we could not obtain it in Maryland because we were not in the geographical position to obtain the blessings. And so now that God shifted us to North Carolina in less than two months, less than two months, you guys, we got a home. We were not even here an entire two months and we got a house. And it, it just skyrocketed from there. Business took off. Everything just changed. And I woke up one morning and it was, it was just, I said, oh my gosh, I'm in a house. Oh my gosh, I have sales coming. I'm sleeping and making money. How? And it just really felt like it all happened overnight, honestly. But it was the inside of me that had to switch in order to see that manifestation on the outside. Whoa. So, and for anyone listening right now, now people are realizing like, wow, like this is why you are here right now because your story is so impactful. And, and so here's one of the things that inspires me. So I, I come from a Christian background. My listeners know. One of the things that's so hard, and, and we talk about this, is when our circumstances change or are good or bad, it's easy for people to equate that with, oh, you know, if I'm having a good day, like, oh, yeah, God is so good. But in the bad situation, right, God is so good. There's no, there's no change there, right? There's no change based on your circumstance, right? And I think you embody that so well and what was that like what was that process where you're three years in and out of different situations homeless what did that process look like for you to still say hey I want to deepen my faith learn like, I, I want to invest in myself and be learning through that process well, it was mainly the mistreatment. And let's be honest, mm. we don't live perfect lives. And as Christians, we try our best to live a Christ-like life. Okay. So the people that are around us, even some people who associate themselves with Christianity, aren't always the best in expressing that. Mm. And so the mental battle I had, and this is all what it really was, it was a mental battle. Um, if it wasn't the motel, if it wasn't my car, it was at someone's home. Yeah. And we have been in multiple places where people invited us in, um, false motives, of course, and they were supposed to be, you know, Christian. And I began going through the, the spiral of, I'm not going to make it. This isn't going to work. We keep going through the same thing. And honestly, I had to go back into the word and find direct 
moments when God spoke Hmm. to ensure that we were not alone because I had such a mental battle. The enemy spoke to me so much about who I am not that the things that were going on around me and the people that were mistreating me, it assisted him in trying to overthrow me and overtake my mind. And so I had to take more time to worship, which was the most powerful tool I used to come out of the situation is that when we worship and praise, it creates the atmosphere of heaven. And so there's no way that negativity can stay in the vicinity where you are. But really it was the process of taking myself from, I just can't pray about this. I have to to actually step into a full-blown battle and I have to war against this. I have to praise, I have to worship. And so one of the things that I was looking into with your brand, which is, I, I didn't mention it in the introduction, Dope Boss Mom Empire, which I love that. And it's specifically with your target audience being women, moms wanting to build their entrepreneurial journey. Um, tell us a little bit more about this. How did you find that niche of people that you wanted to serve? In my misery. <clears throat> so I have been a stay-at-home mom. I think it was between year five and year seven <laughs> when I went God, I'm sick of this. Hmm. I, it's not fair. Like I went on a full blown rant. It's not fair that my husband gets to work. It's not fair that people I know around me are working. I love to work. I have hmm. degrees. I went to school. I, I went to college. <laughs> like, yeah. I want to, I want to work, you know, and it was, I was so miserable and I couldn't figure out how to mom, um, many ministers. <laughs> so it's like, yep. how do I do that? And still, remain who I am in the midst I lost my identity Hmm. I completely gave up on self-care like I would I became so miserable because I felt so stuck Hmm. right 2018 when I found out I was pregnant with the sixth kid (laughs) (laughs) praise God um I said okay you've challenged me Hmm. I'm going to challenge myself. And I was talking to God. I'm just going to challenge myself. I'm going to really do this, but you're going to have to tell me why I'm doing it. You have to tell me why. I mean, through the pregnancy, I was miserable as well. And he spoke to me. You were chosen to be a mother at such a great capacity. Mm. I chose you to stay home so you can experience every single level of every emotion, every stage of childhood, all the way up. I needed you to experience the darkest moments and the lightest moments. I needed you to find me in every single stage of that so that the other mothers that are coming, you're able to be that support for them. Whoa. And I said, this was, this was heavy. <laughs> like, this all right, was heavy. yeah. So dope boss mom empire. Dope came from, which freaked me out because God spoke to me two weeks home from the hospital with the sixth kid. I was sitting on the couch and I said, okay, I'm ready. I'm doing this fresh home from the hospital. Let's go for it. And I said, but what's the name of the thing I'm doing? And he said, dope, boss mom. I was like, but dope is kind of like, you know, that's, people can take that in a negative context. So no, he said, my dope is different. My dope is discipline, organize, plan, and execute. Hmm. And I was like, well, how do I do that? I said, you've done it all along. You've been a mom for how many years? I've taught you how to discipline yourself, organize yourself, 
plan things properly and execute them with confidence. Mm. And so that's how I built the dope strategy within my program. It's a step. It's a four-step process God takes me through, took me through. And I take other women through that same process to entrepreneurship. I love it. And so the two things there, one is that being able to say, okay, what is that target person that I want to be able to serve? And for you, it is, you know, you five years ago or you three years ago or whatever, you know, right before you started this journey. So being able to say, hey, you know, I know that there's a need because I was the person that needed this. Sometimes that is the person. And then the other thing, just building out based on, okay, what has your experience been? All right, discipline, organize, plan, execute, and helping other people to make that process happen for them as well is so powerful. So I love that. I love that. The, um, I was looking and I saw that there are kind of four pillars of what you're doing, um, faith, declare, manifest, and win. And we've talked about the faith side of it. I want to talk a little bit about these next three pieces, the declare, the manifest, and the win. So can you walk us through a little bit of why those are some of your kind of core pillars to the brand? Um, it's how I won. It's how I continue mm. to win. And I figured that out through the process. It wasn't just my faith that I needed. We all can have faith all day, every day, right? Right. But faith without works is dead. So there has to be an action. And whether it's a movement or verbiage, it has to be some sort of action. And so I began to fo um, focus in on what kind of words what were, was I using? Was it anything that produced growth or was it something that tore down and took away from me? Whoa. And so I was asleep one night at the motel and the Holy Spirit woke me up about four in the morning and he said, I want you to start mornings at his feet. And I'm like, well, what is that? Which now to this day is a faithful ministry. I am over on Instagram. Um, and it's, it was centered about, it was centered around speaking things into existence. And so when I got that factor and I said, well, okay, well, God, how do I speak these things? What is, what, what's the proper verbiage? Mm. Like, what is the, what do I have to say? And he said, if you declare something with full faith in my realm, it will manifest in your realm. Mm. And so that's how manifest declared. Declare manifest began to, I began to tackle those side by side. And so if you go backwards into my, um, my Instagram page, you'll see that I have posts where five reasons to, to declare over your day yeah. or what does declaration, what do declarations do? Um, and so declarations became the foundation of everything I did. It was okay. This is what I'm, then I declare I'm going to do it because the Holy Spirit told me if I seal it in the spirit realm, mm. then it's guaranteed to manifest. But I had to be mindful what I was declaring because it has to be in God's will. Yep. And so that's another factor. I had to sit and learn how to hear God on the frequency he spoke. And this is why that words are powerful, right? From our, from our perspective, it's from the spiritual perspective, right? declaring it so that it's in line, uh, um, if it's in line with God's will, that it will happen, right? Yes. And, but for anyone, whether regardless of if you're a Christian or not, words have so much power. The words that you think about yourself, the beliefs that you have about yourself and the things that you speak about others 
are naturally the things that are happening. The reticular activating system is that part of your brain that's looking actively for things that are that you're thinking to reinforce your beliefs, right? That's yeah. why our our algorithms share the things that we're looking at. The news we uh, reinforce yes. and hang out with people that say the same things and think the same things as we do, right? So being so mindful, what is that verse about? Um, your uh, uh let hold every thought captive right because yes. when we are thinking things it is naturally the things that are going to happen and going to be reinforced by our daily lives so anyway i wanted to throw that in because it was exactly in line with some of the things that i've been thinking about yeah yeah it's taking it's um because paul spoke it's taking captive every imagination that exalts itself against knowledge of god and that's really us choosing to say i'm going to believe what the bible says about me Hmm. whether it's personal, whether it's business, you know what I mean? Like you have to just choose to believe that yes. and cast down every other thing that does not agree or does not associate itself with anything heaven says. Hmm. That's so that good. is the formulation of manifestation. Love it. And then, so building from there, declaring it, manifesting it, and then the win is this kind of natural result of the formula. Tell us about that. And what does that look like for you when you're, I mean, what do you get excited about when you're working with people? Oh my gosh. Okay. So <laughs> the thing is not even the, okay. So you would think naturally as a coach, it would be, oh, seeing them really get it and step into it and they're functioning in it. Right. That's like, I'm happy about that. Sure. Because that's what I want to get you to. But it's that moment when I'm coaching and I, I really get intimate with each person. I want, I really want to unlock you. Mm. But it's that moment through the coaching when they get this like, oh, I get it. Okay, in order for me to really do this, I have to really see myself the way the creator sees me. Mm. Because naturally, you know, I, I only take clients that are Christian. Right. Right? So, but... If there's no inner transformation, then you will never see that you're capable of doing it in the natural. So I, I take you through a, an inner process. Like you have to realize who you are first. So it's that moment, because to me, when you wake up on the inside, oh my gosh, we are so capable of everything. Because I mean, like what does Philippians say? I can do all things, right? Yeah. But it takes a certain amount of belief and faith in you. I'm not saying you can't believe in God. You have to, but you have to believe in who you are in him first. Yeah. And then mm -hmm. that's, that's, it's like domino effect after that. Just create and, and having that opportunity to create like such meaningful breakthroughs. It's not something that's just, oh, here's a result that you got one time, but for you, it's actually changing the way they're thinking about themselves, which is going to impact the entire rest of their life, right? Mm -hmm. Because that's, that's my thing is I've gotten excited about breakthroughs. I've gotten excited about like, oh, you know, you, you've gotten this cool thing that happened. But when you change someone's thinking about themselves, it's, it's completely different. Yes, I love wonderful. that. I love that. Is there anything so um, oh, within a context of 18 to 22 year olds, right? Students, leaders, yes. they're going out the next generation. What, what would you share to your younger self? Is there anything that you're thinking right now where a student listening to this could learn from your story and what you've been through? 
Yes. Um, if I could write a letter to my past self and prepare her for now <laughs> and to others, it would be, do not carry false expectations. Understand that failure is the only pathway to success. Mm-hmm. It's inevitable. And if you choose to try again, that's your choice. But failure is inevitable and it is the only pathway to success. Expect to fail multiple hundreds of times mm. because when you expect it but you're and see I want I want to clear clarify this I am telling you to expect failure because it's inevitable I am not telling you to believe that failure is your only option mm. I want you to have the faith that through each thing you fail in you're taking something out of it that you learned the only way to get to how to do it right is to know how to do it wrong mm. And that's the one key thing that I've never heard another coach ever mention. How do you unlock success? It's expecting failure and and taking out of that failure the other pathways. You will only know how to go the right way if you've gone the wrong way enough. Love it. And for you, what did that look like as it's playing out, right? Because we were talking about this a little bit and I wanted to bring it up that as you are failing, having these experiences, there was, there was moments where you're thinking like, ah, like, I don't know if I can do this anymore, but there's the things that keep you going. What are those things that just keep you going even through that? And what did that change about your mindset for other people? Honestly, it's a choice to continue. There's Mm -hmm. not one factor that's like, oh, wow, this is going to push me. God, it's like free will. You have to decide that you're going to do it no matter what it looks like. Yeah. I can't give you a fix that's going to say, oh, if you do it, if you think this, it's going to change your mind. No, you, whatever's in you, it has to be a certain amount of gusto to say, I don't care what it looks like. I, this is what I'm supposed, I'm going to do this. Yeah. But what helped me was each thing I failed at, I analyzed it. I broke it down. Because in everything we fail in, there's always one little thing we did do right. So you have to go back to that and look at it and say, okay, take this apart. Where did I mess up at? This one part went right. So I'll set that one part to the side because that looks like it's a puzzle piece to something else. Mm. And I didn't do that right. So I'm just going to move. And each failure has a piece of success. Listen to me. Each failure has a piece of success. Once you take all of those pieces and put them on one side and just look at them as a whole, you present that to God and you sit before him. No matter how long it takes, because we live in a popcorn world. Everybody wants it quick. Entrepreneurship takes a lot of time, a lot of nurturing, and it takes a lot of listening and focusing in. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. That's so good. I love it. And I'm like just sitting, I'm going to absorb that. Um, and, And I do think takes time, takes patience. And at the end of the day, it's ownership, right? Every single decision it's not, Oh, I didn't have time for this. No, I chose not to do that. Like that's one of the things it's like, people love to complain about not having time or I didn't, I didn't get to that. Or, you know, it's like, no, I chose to prioritize something else. That's okay. But thinking through that and being intentional with it. She said, if um, people enjoyed this conversation, where can they find more of you? Definitely on Instagram. I think I'm there more throughout the day than anything. You can okay. catch me at any time of the day, really. And that's at Dope Boss Mom Empire. But if you want to get a little bit more intimate with talking to me, 
um, definitely go to dopebossmomempire.com or you can just email me at dopebossmomempire at gmail.com. Easy. That's fantastic. It, it's all across, it's right? It's so all the same. Easy. <laughs> We're so good. Easy. The branding is strong. That's what we'll say. The branding is strong. The website, the Instagram, and the Gmail, all the same. So um, perfect. I love it. And Chisa, thank you so much for coming on today, sharing your story. Not only Absolutely. that, but sharing some wisdom and, and lessons learned. I love it. Oh, I do want to say that if you are, if you hear this and you're like in that stage, most of us start off and what am I supposed to be doing? Am I an entrepreneur? Do I have it in me? If you go to my Instagram page, there's a link in my bio. I have two freebies available right now. It's an entrepreneur survey and an entrepreneur checklist. These things help you go through and identify whether you have an entrepreneur spirit. So if it's, you know, it's just kind of kind of one of them is 10 signs you're destined to be an entrepreneur. Another one is a short survey quiz and you tally it at the end, find out what stage you're at and go from there. So if you want to do that, you can, and that'll help you kind of start it off a little bit. Well, thank you so much for sharing that. It's fantastic. So go check that out. It's at dope boss mom empire and uh, on Instagram and a link in the bio there. And then as always uh, follow us at taking a breath podcast on Instagram. We'll have um, clips and content there for you to check out uh, clips from this interview and every episode that we air. So uh, definitely check that out and thank you for joining. We'll see you again next thank week. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for listening to the taking a breath podcast with Parker Mays.